Do you enjoy playing relaxing puzzle games on your phone? I do. It's even better when they're free and you can collect prizes along the way. Welcome to Two Dots. I have been playing Two Dots to relax my mind, unwind, and there's something very methodical about it. The premise of the game is you connect dots horizontally, vertically, but never diagonally. And you head from level to level. And as I mentioned, you do collect points along the way if you are into that. More than 5,000 puzzles to keep you engaged and relaxed after a very long day. Uniquely designed challenges challenges, game modes, and levels to choose from based on what adventure you are into. And by the way, you can download it for free right now on your Android phone or iOS. I also like the color template of this game. It's very, it's giving me very like pastel-y vibes. So yeah, I think you're going to enjoy it too. If you are ready to kick back and unwind, download Two Dots for free on Android and iOS and start connecting. Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to ViaHemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I say? Look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies 21 plus that's via hemp.com and use the code tsfs at checkout support the show tell them i sent you and enhance your everyday life with via hemp summer is almost here don't you want to go to the beach with thicker gorgeous beautiful locks and everyone goes hey i love your hair and you go neutrophil baby You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. everybody. It's TLC Talk. I'm SF. Thank you beyond thank you for listening to the show and welcome new fans. Okay, I'm going to do a whole new episode reintroducing myself, but today we've got to get to the biggest gossip that's happening with your favorite TLC shows, including Darcy Silva from Darcy and Stacey is officially married to Georgie. Yes, they are completely married. How do I know this? Because online, a photographer is saying that they got married in Connecticut and she was asked by Darcy and Darcy's team to film or to give them wedding photos for free. And I'll tell you her answer. 
We officially have a start date, the premiere for Thousand Pound Sisters, season five. Okay, I'm going to get into that. And, um, ooh, Kim Plath. Did Kim Plath cheat on Barry Plath? Big rumor, big rumor um, on the internet today. So Darcy Silva, I already teased it, and we'll get right into it, is married to Georgie. Can you all believe, like, what? This man, by the way, I'm dying to meet this man, because you all know I, like, got my career and I was in Washington, D.C. for 15 years on the radio and TV there. So Georgie is like a Marylander, has lived in Maryland. He's been a masseuse in the DMV. I have listeners to the Sarah Fraser show who messaged me and were like, I've gotten massages from this man. And that was when the first time he was with Darcy and people did not think he was so committed. Now, I love me some Darcy and Stace. They're getting ready to have their Vegas weekend where you can party with them five star. I wish I could have gone. It was two grand for the VIP experience. However, I can't go and I don't know if it's sold out. So just FYI writes this person, Darcy Silva married Georgie this past weekend in a very tiny private ceremony in Connecticut. I was approached to photograph the wedding last minute, but they accepted, uh, but they expected everyone to do and offer all their services for free. That's not how I support my family. So I passed when her agent, Michael London, who you guys have seen on the show, called me. Even after offering them a discounted rate for a few hours, they still hinted they are were doing their wedding free and they only had a tiny budget. So they are married. It looks like um, ooh, they wanted all their services for free. <laughs> I mean, don't you love... I, you know, I love a hustle. I really do. I mean, you know, but that is, look, people do need to pay their bills and that ain't the way to do it. So there you go. Hot off the presses. They are, in fact, together. Also, Georgie is trending this week because it appears that he has done more um, procedures. You know, he went to Turkey. He had his um, teeth done. He had veneers, which I love. But it is true. Georgie does seem like he is going the way of our girls, Darcy and Stacy. And he did a video where he was getting fillers in his cheekbone and his new jawline, um, getting ready for his wedding to Darcy. So he was, um, you know, plucked and filled and tucked. And so was our girl Stace. Congratulations to them. They are officially married. <laughs> oh, my God. Georgie, sweetie, you're so hot. Like, don't go crazy with the fillers. Anyhow, is Kim Plath, did Kim Plath cheat on Barry Plath? You guys, have you seen this popping around the internet? <sighs> this tea. So somebody on Reddit started a poll, like a questionnaire poll. Do you think that Kim Plath cheated on Barry? Let's look at the timeline. Now, I can save you going to this Reddit and reading about this. I, normally, because I have my own Reddit, just search Sarah Fraser Show. You can jump on, start any topic you want around TLC or anything else for that matter. I love a good Reddit, okay? And usually Reddit users are so sharp, they have amazing theories. But there's also some stupid ones. And this one is one of them. Nobody, by, by the way, no one can factually put together a timeline where Kim Plath has cheated on Barry. It's all rumor and speculation. The poll got an 80% yes vote that Kim most likely was seeing Ken, who is Isaac's flight instructor. Isaac is one of their sons. Long before uh, she actually separated with Barry. 
Now, why do people believe this? They believe this because they think that Kim is just way too comfortable on camera with Ken. Ken also went through a separation and divorce in 2021, so it's very new. I mean, basically 2021, they probably started filming Eh, no, 2022. I know that for a fact. They filmed in 2022. So Ken had only been separated for about a year at that point too. People are like, and Kenneth, you know, Kenneth runneth comfortable with like on the show. He is completely cool with kissing Kim like on camera. Like who knew these people in Cairo, Georgia? I mean, Kim never even let her kids have a television until 2018, but boy, she's comfortable on one. I don't think it's true. And a lot of people are surmising, there's no way we can prove this. Like, it's absolutely not, you know, because unless you have some sort of confirmation from someone in the family, there's no way to prove this timeline. Other relationship news, Miona and Jabri. Mm, Now, Miona and Jabri, you know them from 90 Day Fiance Season 9. We're in 90 Day Fiance Season 10. I'm having a hard time getting into this season. I think because I'm so into Sister Wives and now I'm into the family Chantel. But Miona and Jabri continued to fuel rumors that they are separated after Miona was spotted on her IG story over the weekend with a man's hand at a what looked to be a very romantic dinner. Now this could be any man's hand, okay? This could be her gay bestie. This could be her, I don't know, could, did her dad come visit? I mean, this could be any man. It does look like a youngish hand, all right? I will say that. But it doesn't necessarily mean... I go on romantic uh, dinners with my fabulous podcast friend, David Yontif. We're not dating. Jabri continues to be in Thailand on his spiritual journey. You know, he has shaved his head like a monk. Um, I don't know, guys. I, I have... Like, I don't have a clear reading on this one because I wouldn't be shocked if these two are going to appear on... 90 Day Fiance Last Resort Season 2. 90 Day Fiance Last Resort was an enormous hit for TLC, um, which featured Big Ed and Liz, Angela Deem and Michael, um, Asuelu and Kalani. And of course, Kalani has moved on to her new man, Dallas. I wouldn't be surprised if they are courting to be on Last Resort, but also I have been in communication with Jabri and I'm not sure that he wants to continue on the 90 Day Path. I'll just say that. So if you all want to be investigators on Miona's Instagram, by all means, go for it. She does look booked and busy. She looks gorgeous. I mean, I guess if they're separated or taking a break from each other, she's hanging out in Palm Springs for now. I got to ride down and see her. I'm only like two hours away. Um, April Carter from 90 Day Fiance Franchise is responding to Jen and Rishi. And Jen going on her social media last week saying that April Carter was involved in their relationship and one of the reasons that Jen and Rishi broke up. And she would not be surprised if the old Rishmeister was with April Carter. April Carter went on her Instagram this week to say that Jen is bitter because Rishi and Jen were being courted for a 90-day fiancé series. Um, I don't know if, oh, I think 90 Day Fiance Happily Ever After, maybe one of these upcoming seasons. Jen even was trying to make plans to go see Rishi, keep things going. And April has insinuated that Rishi wants nothing to do with Jen. April says, April says she is single. April goes, I'm single. But she doesn't deny 
or confirm if she's actually with Rishi. So, um, yeah, there's that. Okay. Like, I, you know, was did April come between Rishi and Jen? I don't know. But they, she certainly doesn't deny that they hang out, they're friendly, and they are in communication. And she certainly kind of comes for Jen, saying that Jen only is doing these videos trashing Rishi and saying that Rishi is seeing other people because they were supposed to star in a franchise and they're not going to star in a franchise. Okay. Um, let's get into Thousand Pound Sisters. Thousand Pound Sisters, season five is coming out December 12th. We have a release date. Oh, you guys. This is going to be as big as Sister Wives. Sister Wives, number one show, I say it, number one show far and away for women 2554 above all else, above Housewives, above, above any other show. Enormous ratings this season, okay? But I will tell you, I think that thousand pounders are going it's going to be such huge ratings because this season it is confirmed that we are going to see the demise of amy holterman and michael holterman's marriage there was you know they at one point they had a brief restraining order against each other because things allegedly got physical between michael and the boys and these boys are so tiny i don't know if amy was there we're going to find out um tammy slayton's husband passed away caleb we're going to see Tammy leaving rehab. We're going to see the passing of Caleb Willingham. Um, on top of that, we're going to see such a huge physical altercation between Amy, Tammy, their sister, Amanda, and Chris down in Florida that filming had to stop because the filming crew was so traumatized. <laughs> now, let's watch the trailer together December 5th. And then I have a comment to make about this because it's um, Tammy had sort of told fans that we weren't getting a brand new season. And that's not exactly accurate. Oh my God. I've been in rehab for 14 months. Okay. But now that my drake is out, I get to go home. My drake. This season on 1,000 Pound Sisters. Yeah. They're not going to approve me to go home. Oh boy. I can't imagine walking out of this place without my husband, but I lost almost 300 pounds. And go Tammy. And I had to conquer the world. What? Damn, what took you so long? You. Oh. You got two children. I thought you knew how to handle a pickle. He's the bigger pickle. She's around a lot of pickles. <laughs> Put it on the trash bag. <laughs> okay. Y'all look dumb as hell. Get ready, bitches. Y'all gonna sweat today. Me and Missy's been going to see Dr. Smith. If Amanda and Missy get approved. The whole family Eric will Smith. have had weight loss surgery. Do we got a family discount? <laughs> Gage, come on. No. I am very overwhelmed, distressed out, and uh -oh. Michael ain't doing oh. Every aspect of my life is chaotic. Because oh. I have no support. If you don't fix the things that are wrong, it's not going to end well for you. My weigh-in was 537. Oh. It bothers me that he's backside. I don't know if he has the strength to do this on his own. Oh, no. I'm just exhausted all the time because I'm trying to take care of two boys and take care of the house. You have a husband that is perfectly capable of taking care of these kids for you to have a moment. I feel like I'm at my breaking point. Oh, boy. Give her her money. I ain't giving a You got two seconds to give her the debit card. No, he's got two police. seconds to get, get out of my house. I ain't done. You get out of my house. Make me. I'm getting out of my house. I'm not f***ing late. 
Put your hands on me. Put me out. Back up. No. I didn't know coming home the world was going to fall apart. Oh, my God. Okay, I mean, I maybe they remind me of everybody I knew in Maine. I love Thousand Pound Sisters. They are back December 12th on TLC. Uh, you better believe I'll be doing recaps. This show is so damn good, and it's going to be a hell of a season. A hell of a season, okay? Yes, do we need subtitles for everything they're saying 100%, and you can always watch my podcast reviews on YouTube as well because um, <laughs> you'll be able to see them there. Oh, the subtitles, because I didn't understand half of what they were saying, and I was trying to read the subtitles. So there you have it. But the thing that needs to be corrected was there was a rumor, and you know, I, I'm still blocked by Tammy on um, TikTok. I'm very sensitive about it. Don't ask me about it. Um, but Tammy had said that they weren't going to get like a new season. It was going to be a part two of season four, which they're not marketing it that way. So I don't know where that confusion came out, but we are getting a full on season five launching in December. Oh. So good. Uh, two sponsors I have to thank. Lumi deodorant. Have you guys heard of Lumi? You could put this anywhere in your body that you stank, and it lasts for 72 hours. Uh, Lumi is known for you could put it on your pits, on your coochie-woochie, on your backside. Um, just throw it in your purse and keep Lumi with you everywhere you go. Now, the best part about Lumi is it's aluminum-free, natural, 100% organic, fragrance-free. I've been using their um, starter pack for your pits, privates, and beyond in toasted coconut. Very nice, easy smell. pH balanced for safe use below the belt, so you don't have to worry about that because I'm sure if you're like me, I was like, God, is it safe to put deodorant on your coochie-woochie? But they say it's pH balanced. Um and it locks out odor for 72 hours. Lumi Starter Pack, you're getting $5 off as a special for the Sarah Fraser Show customers um, with the exclusive code TSFS. And for a limited time, returning customers can get $5 off their ne next purchase of $30 or more too. Use code TSFS at lumideodorant.com. That's L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Thank you, Lumi, for making this holiday season a whole lot better. And one skin. OneSkin is, I was just introduced to this company, um, amazing skincare products. OneSkin.co, use the promo code TSFS. You guys have been asking me to get a skincare company on that's affordable and that actually works. That's how I found OneSkin. OneSkin's technology and scientists don't just do topical products. They do products that go below the surface, that get to the molecular cells and actually help with anti-aging. Now, if you don't believe me, go and read the reviews. The best part is that 82% of clients who tried OneSkin noticed a diminished appearance in wrinkles within 30 to 60 days of using it. You're getting 15% off right now. I've been using OneSkin's cleanser and their eye cream. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. OneSkin addresses skin health at the molecular level, targeting the root cause of aging so skin feels and appears younger. It's time to get started with your new face, eye, and body routine at a discounted rate today. Get 15% off with code TSFS at oneskin.co. That's 15% off at oneskin.co with the code TSFS. We only have one body, one skin, and only you can choose to make it better and age healthy with one skin. Hero Breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's 
kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby, every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, That's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. (laughs) Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.com. Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it, slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Ten years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating, and today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom, and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where My Optimal Body comes into play. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment, and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy Ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you. How ironic. I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delani Show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of our youth travel sports ruining families. Well, Dr. John Delani has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delani walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller-driven. I feel like I'm going to have to get a caller-driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delani Show wherever you get your podcast, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delani Podcast. Enjoy. Um, Two other bits of gossip, and then we will move on to the family Chantel, the final chapter. This is it for the family Chantel. Already such a great season. Although Chantel's mom and parents irritate me. And is it just me, but doesn't Chantel's dad seem like her brother? I don't know. Is it weird to me? Something about him like just doesn't, like the mom is so dominant that I don't know. He just gives me brother vibes. I don't know. (laughs) Sorry. My hot take. Um, The last thing is, have you seen this campaign online to take my wonderful friend Natalie Mortsadova from 90 Day Fiance Fiance out of the franchise. Screw you, Screen Rant. Screen Rant, one of their writers, and normally I like Screen Rant, did an article about how they never want to see Natalie Mortsadova from 90 Day Fiance on another franchise. Well, fuck you. I want to see her. I love her. She came on my podcast. She was so revealing. They list the reasons why Natalie should, because 
I guarantee you guys right now they're filming Last Resort season two. And I think Natalie and Josh could be on that. I think they're 100% on it. Because when Natalie came to the Sarah Fraser show, she had teased that she was going to be on future franchises of TLC. But Screen Rant is popping off talking about people who they don't want to see continue on the show. Natalie Mortsadova, they say uh, she's trying to become an actress and just using TLC to better her career. Well, who doesn't? They're all singers now and actors. They say Natalie proved that she is nothing but a fame whore by engaging with Bachelorette star Josh Cedar, who faked his own death earlier this year. Um, and by the way, she cleared that up on my show. And she basically said that she's open to all opportunities. She didn't know who Josh was. She didn't know that Josh was an alleged scammer. And, you know, she wanted to hear more about being on The Bachelorette with him. And I'm sorry, like if I had it to do over again, I would have been casted for Married at First Sight, whether I was like serious about it or not. So I don't, you know, hate the player or hate the game, not the player. Hate the player, not the game. Whatever. Okay. (laughs) Don't hate the player. Hate the game. Thank you. My dyslexia always kicks in on this show. Lastly, does Mary Brown have a boyfriend? Oof. New picture circulating, which you can see at the Sarah Fraser show on my TikTok this week. Mary's admitted that she is seeing guys, uh, but she's not confirmed if this man that she's out at a restaurant with is, in fact, um, someone that she's seriously dating. I will tell you the side profile of him, hot. He's wearing a baseball cap, blonde, short hair. And has that kind of like, um, he looks he looks younger than Mary. I'll just say. He looks in his 40s. Wouldn't that be something? Like if she got herself a sugar baby, like one of these like Utah wood cutting, truck driving. They all seem to drive trucks, you know. Um, mm, he was kind of fine ass. Like his jaw was like chiseled a little bit. I think he had like a cargo shirt on. You know, he was giving me Cabela vibes. Like I... I could see it. She does say that her friends, Jen and her husband, they are, they're getting her dates in Utah. He looked cute. They didn't look uber romantic on the date, but she did look like leaned in and loving it. The Family Chantel episode two aired on Monday night on TLC. And we see that Chantel's mom has sold Pedro's gamer chair for a dollar. And Pedro is not happy. Um... Now, I'm watching The Family Chantel for a couple reasons. There's apparently going to be an epic fight between Escott, you know, who's been dating Pedro's mom on and off, and Pedro. They get into a huge fight. So Scott and Pedro's mom don't, okay? It's Scott and Pedro. And then there are rumors that we're going to see Chantel being um, at least asked out on dates by potentially rappers and celebrities, including Drake. Now, do I think Drake is going to be on the show? No. But I'm hoping that the text message or DM that Drake sent Chantel is. I'm, you know, look, I loved the family Chantel last season. I loved like seeing Winter's transformation, seeing her go down to Mexico, get the bariatric surgery. But I will say that um, it is like, I find this show a little hard to watch because I do find both Pedro's mom and Chantel's mom overwhelming. They're overwhelming to watch. They are so, they all hate each other so much and it's so toxic that it's giving, it's like a little bit of where we're at with Sister Wives 
we were saying the same things over and over. The family's broken, it's torn, and you know, there's there's nothing that amicable happening. Now I know the first couple of episodes are setting the scene of Chantel and Pedro. They're clearing the air, right? So between episode one and two, we learn that the rumor, because Pedro had come forward and said that Chantel had withdrawn over $100,000 from their mutual bank accounts when they decided to separate. We know that's true. And even though Chantel doesn't say it on episode one and two, obviously her lawyer told her, like, you can't do that. You know, in the state of Georgia, probably like most states, you're probably dividing your assets. You can't move money. So Chantel had to admit that she did take the money, which she says she was paying for the house bills and some of her attorney fees. Pedro says that she was using that money to try and get a lawyer to deport him. Mm. And do you guys, I do find, this is what I do find fascinating about the family Chantel. Like obviously Pedro's mom's annoying, Chantel's mom's annoying. But it is hard to really figure out, right, if Pedro, Pedro does seem so over Chantel. But it's hard to find, figure out, like, is Chantel really whiny and kind of, like, spoiled and a brat? Uh, or is, like, Pedro, I, you know, or is Pedro just such an asshole and used her? I, I actually have a hard time figuring it out. Do you guys, does anybody know the, <laughs> the answer? <laughs> um, I'm very, very curious. Uh, but this season looks really good. Um you know, Karen has, Chantel's mom, has sold his gamer chair, which he absolutely loved, for $1. And Pedro does appear to be more upset about that than he is about their actual divorce. Um, Pedro goes back to the Dominican Republic. Um, he wants to talk to his family about um, Chantel, moving on with his life, who he should date next. Um, his mom and sister clearly have thoughts on who he should date and who he shouldn't date. And then Pedro's mom herself has said that she is looking for an American man. She does not want to make date Dominican guys because they are known to cheat. And a lot of people are coming for her. Basically saying that, you know, she's like her son. She's a scammer as well. I mean, is that like, I, I don't know. I don't find that so bad. Like she knows what she wants. And I don't know, are Dominican men cheaters for the most part? I mean, can you blame her if they are or if she's mostly been cheated on by Dominican guys? Like, I get it. I didn't think that was so awful, but so many people came for her. So we will see um, as everything transpires. But it does look like Pedro was kind of telling the truth about Chantel taking out $265,000. Um, all right. Let me know your thoughts if you can figure out, are you Team Pedro or Team Chantel? Always hit me up on Instagram or TikTok at The Sarah Fraser Show. Um, tomorrow on the podcast, you know my friend, David Yontif Behind the Velvet Rope is back. We are going to be talking about the latest in Bravo hot gossip. You do not want to miss everything that's going down. Um, and also join my Reddit. So reddit.com slash r slash the Sarah Fraser show. And I always add on Wednesdays my Sister Wives recap from Monday. So if you missed it, Sister Wives season 18, episode 13, uh, The Elephant in the Room. Here are all my thoughts right now on TSFS. Bye, everybody. Sister Wives season 18, episode 13, The Elephant in the Room last night. Um, some big moments, including for the very first time this season, we see Christine, Janelle, Robin, the code dog, all on a Zoom together 
for Tony and McKelty's reveal of the gender of their twins, which of course we know are boys. Uh, they were born a year ago, so they're already a year old. Um, we are so behind on this darn show. But anyhow, um, and that scene, you know, there were some major scenes last night. Of course, that one with the gender reveal was huge. Um, and then we kind of get the middle of the show where um, we have Christine meeting with her kids. Tony basically outs her on camera and says, are you dating? Wants to know if she's hooking up with people. And then finally, the big scene is Janelle and Christine going to ride dirt bikes, <laughs> which which I certainly hope Christine uh, or Janelle on that damn dirt bike is a uh, driving off into the sunset is a meme for the rest of 2023. But of course, you know, we really realize we get to the bottom of why Janelle is hanging on and not fully leaving Cody for two reasons. One, she's very religious. She's waiting for a sign from God. And two, financially, she's screwed, unlike the other women. So we'll get into all those scenes. And of course, the, the thing that people are majorly talking about is the teaser uh, of for episode 14, which is where our girl Robin is basically like, I had this dream that we were all going to be on a porch together, living the sister wives lives. I wanted to sit on a porch with my sister wives. And we see that Mary is officially going to leave him. So... People are very excited for that scene because that line has already been going viral. But let's go back for a minute, shall we? Let's talk about the opening scene where the Zoom call was a, a moment where a lot of them had not been on camera with each other in months, years. And at first, I thought Cody was going to be very disconnected. He looked like he was looking at his phone. He looked like he was distracted. And then... They have him looking engaged. He's making like finger puppet motions or whatever. Um, and he and Robin seem like they are genuinely engaged. Now, of course, we do the cutaway to the confessional of Cody saying, you know, yeah, I'm, I could be fine with all my kids, but you are not going to separate Robin and me. And he, and he puts his hands in the form of prayer hands and he goes, we're like this. And if my kids aren't like this with Robin and me, then, then I, I can't be, they're not going to be a part of my life. But, you know, of course, he makes a big deal about, and it is true, Robin and Cody are very close with McKelty and Tony. Now, I'm sure that there is a part of Rob Dog and the Codemeister that are loving this season because the heat, the more we get into this season, is coming off them and is focused on McKelty and Tony. People online find, well, they've always labeled Tony as creepy, but they find Tony to be, you know, he doesn't get along with Christine. And a lot of people, including myself, I'm throwing this theory out there. It almost, to me, do we feel like there's part of Tony that kind of sets Christine up a little bit? Or do we feel like Tony, thank God for Tony, because he actually asks the questions that we all want to know. And I'm referring to that second major scene when they're all having dinner and hanging out. And Tony wants to know if Christine is dating, what her online profile is like. She's got to get back out there and have sex. And Christine is like mortified. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. 
Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right. You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural Conception for her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavor. Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their Conception for Her and Conception for Him formula, which Shman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for Her Fertility Aid is a well-researched baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Fraser 20. That's F R A S E R. The number's two zero. I'm sorry. I mean, I kind of wanted to know that. Like, get, yes, like we're tired of hearing. We already know all these guys are, they're all separated from Cody and Robin. They hardly speak to them. The code dog, the Rob dog are moving on, maybe auditioning new sister wives. So let's get into like other aspects of their lives. But, ooh. McKelty and Sony are getting it this morning. People do not like them. They don't, they feel like Tony is disrespectful to his mother-in-law, Christine Brown. And then, of course, people are saying that McKelty is wearing a fake baby bump in the confessionals where she is talking about, you know, she wants to keep the family together. Okay, so this is part of the hate and then there's hate towards Mary, but I'll get to that. So in the confessionals, you can already tell that Tony has lost weight. And McKelty and Tony collectively have lost well over 100 pounds on Plexus tea, the pink tea that Janelle and Christine sell. I can't even believe they still have a business because everybody's on the Ozempi. But I guess the tea works too, okay? Y'all know how I feel about diets, so diets don't work. That absolutely, like, can people stay on Ozempic for the rest of their lives? I guess we're going to see. I highly doubt it. I believe a woman just died from using Ozempic over the weekend, but that's another show. So, you know, people go, well, they're obviously much skinnier. She had to be wearing a fake baby bump. I'm sure she was. And a lot of people online are, are defending this part of it going, yeah, a lot of TV shows do that for consistency. HGTV is one of them. Um, they have shows where they kind of like, they'll go back and interview different people, especially if they're pregnant, they'll use a fake baby bump to try to try to stay consistent with it. Now, do I know for a fact that she has a fake baby bump in those confessional scenes that McKelty does? 
No, I don't. I do agree with you guys. I think she probably does because Tony does look drastically physically different. That's all I'll say. Um, so people are kind of like, you know, why are the producers doing this? You know, to me, I don't I actually didn't think that part was a big deal because they're probably catching people, you know, getting their thoughts on different scenes at different times. Now, I understand everybody's frustration because it's like, just show them where they are at, you know, when they did these confessionals. But to be honest, they probably did those confessionals like five months ago. So like way after the twins were born, like way after the show was edited. So I see it both sides. Then the other thing where people feel like TLC production has done McKelty and Tony wrong and maybe sort of setting McKelty and Tony up to be like, you know, could could we be seeing a lot of the audience's hate directed to Tony and McKelty to kind of make Cody and Robin look better? Maybe. You know, they do that with Housewives, right? Every season, it's usually like one woman gets it all, right? And then the next season, she's redeemed and they're on to somebody else. So people are like, okay, TLC puts that scene out where McKelty and Tony are sitting down and saying, keeping the family together is so important to them. That's why they're going to stay close with Cody and Robin and Cody and Robin's children. And they want the families to come together. But oh, by the way, Mary was not invited to the Zoom. Mary appears to be, now some of this, not all the siblings were on. Leon wasn't on either. Was Leon not invited? Or we also know Leon doesn't want to participate in the show. So that's probably more of the reason. But Mary wasn't invited. And then they cut to Christine and Christine goes, well, I can't force my adult children to have relationships with everybody in the family. They have to pick and choose. People are giving McKelty shit for that. Like McKelty and Tony, really? You guys preach that you want the family together, but you're not reaching out to Mary? You know, look, this is where I get annoyed because we do know from interviews that Peyton Brown has done and other Brown family members have done that, you know, Mary was allegedly physically abusive to some of these kids when they were little. Um, And I do believe there was some rumor about Mary being physically abusive to McKelty at points. I can't remember if McKelty was the one that got it the worst. I actually think it was. I thought Peyton Brown had said that on an interview. Um, but you guys can correct me because you know, you know, sometimes all the details, you keep them straight better than I do. But, um, I mean, you know, again, I just think people are mad that, that McKelty and Tony have a relationship with Cody and Robin. That's the bottom line, right? I don't think it has anything to do with Mary. I don't think people really care if the kids talk to Mary or not. I don't think they do. Sorry. And my question, I was just wondering, watching last night and then seeing people like message me, in my Instagram, I'm curious, I have a question for you guys. What would it take for you all to like Cody and Robin? Like, is there anything Cody and Robin could do that would redeem them and make them, I guess, less hated on the show? I'm just curious. Um, all right. Then we move on to the scene where, um, you know, I actually thought the Zoom went pretty well overall. It was good to finally see them all on camera. Um, I didn't think Christine was on it, but then she poked, she popped in at the end. And so, okay. Um, then we go to the dinner that they're having. And again, Tony and Christine, to me, I called this a long time ago. I told y'all they did not get along. Christine does not seem like she really likes Tony, but she is, I think, plays it great as a mature parent of keeping everything cordial. 
Um, and Tony wants to know about her dating life. And again, we don't really get into it, except we do hear for the first time that she's going on dates and nothing serious is happening. Okay, Christine. Like, and how, what number was the date when we met David Woolley? That's what we want to know. Then Christine goes, uh, Chris, Janelle and I are going to take a road trip. We're going to go drive ATVs. And um, we're going to, you know, head out in the car. We're going to go see some of my brothers, my relatives. And we're going to have like a girls weekend. You know, it's a Thelma and Louise moment, except we're not going out of, over the click. And we haven't shot Cody. You know, I mean, that's, that's where we're at. Um, and in the car, I thought that was good. I liked the combo between Christine and Janelle. I thought we were getting somewhere, like more details about where Janelle is at towards her feelings toward Cody. Christine is asking Janelle if um, if Robin feels like her marriage is invalidated because Christine didn't want to go ask the church permission to leave Cody. Okay, so what she's essentially implying what Christine and Janelle are talking about is that, you know, is Robin pissed off because Christine is not abiding by their church rules, even though they haven't all gone to church in years. And in their religion with polygamy, being spiritually married, we find out last night, is more important than actually being physically married. Because without the spiritual aspect, without really valuing that, what do you have? Because of course, in the United States, you can only be married to one person. So polygamy married marriage isn't recognized. You know, Christine just totally walked away at any moment. She ghosted the old Codemeister. <laughs> and she was like, deuces. Um, but, you know, they feel like maybe Robin, there's an even bigger wedge because Robin feels like, you know, Robin might be feeling like she's getting the short end of the stick because supposedly in their religious and polygamy views, the person that's actually married is sort of the least valued. Maybe that's a reason Robin acts the way she does to some degree. I don't know. Um, and so <laughs> they're driving up. They're getting ready to have the SUV weekend. Um, but then we have to talk about the sports car, the Lexus sports car that kicked off. I mean, it is that was kind of the end of an era, seeing Cody try to fit that Lexus car into a trailer that he clearly didn't measure. I mean, <laughs> like... Okay, of all the things, like, you guys don't reveal a lot of personal information from the past, but Cody allowed that giant mistake to make him look like a doofus on camera. Like, if I were on that show, that's the thing I would throw the flag in. I'd be like, nope, and I demand an edit. Bravo, bravo, bravo. You know, I mean, what? Uh, the other greatest scene last night, season 18, episode 13. The elephant in the room. More like the car that doesn't fit in the trailer is uh, the better uh, <laughs> analogy here. Cody and his friend Brian. And shout out to Brian and those flare jeans. Did anyone else notice that? Where are these men? These polygamy men are something else. Um, shout out to them flare jeans, Brian. Brian is going to buy Cody's white sports car. Now, guys, do you guys think this is a metaphor for the show going away? I I don't know. I was a little worried when he sold the white Lexus sports car that kicked us off in season one. It's the car he fell in love with Robin in. We we also hear from Robin in her confessional last night that uh, she got a message from God in that, in that little Lexus. In that, in that two-seater with a back seat where Cody was so excited about the back seat where you can fit one paper bag. 
I mean, they've had messages from God. Cody and Robin have a picture in one of their bedrooms of uh, Cody and Robin leaning against the sports car. Why do you guys feel like Cody felt like it was time to get rid of a 20-year-old car that kind of was like the most, uh, you know, I don't know. I almost feel like it's like um, Darth Vader's sword in Star Wars. Like it's synonymous with the show. Well, and maybe he's not really getting rid of it because we know it didn't fit into Brian's car. Because somehow these two geniuses measured the width. They didn't measure the length of the Lex. Uh, (laughs) I would have had that scene edited out faster than you can say, sister wives. All right. That would have been gone. I thought that was the most embarrassing scene. Um, You know, and then we finalized the show with Janelle sitting down with Christine Brown's brothers. Okay. Which again, Christine, like they're all into polygamy. They all have been. Christine's dad took two wives. And did anybody else find it weird? I, I love Christine. She hats off to her by far, like the most mature adult on that show, right? But did anybody else find it weird that these two brothers, they're like half brothers and half brothers to her, uh, because the dad was a polygamist. Like, they were, like, talking about the complete dysfunction of the family and how people didn't speak in the household. It was so fucked up. Like, the one brother's like, polygamy's awful, does way more harm than good. You know, and you could tell Janelle is super uncomfortable. Like, we all have to face the fact that Janelle loves polygamy. She loves it. She loves the idea. Come on in, sweetie. Come on in. We're just talking sister wives and polygamy, you know? I want to see you with multiple wives. I would love to see it. Anyway. Um... Did did anyone else find it weird that Christine grew up in that same house and didn't notice anything wrong? She thought it was fabulous and wanted to be a polygamist at 17. I guess everybody has their own experience in a household. So, you know, Janelle says that she's not interested in, in dating anybody. And she confesses at that table that the biggest reason, aside from waiting for a sign from God, which she tells Christine she's looking for on their road trip, is financially she's screwed. Christine got out because Christine had... Had Cody and the girls help her buy a house. She took that money from the house that she sold, um, built a house in Utah. Janelle went all in on Coyote Pass. She owns at least one, if not two shares, and she can't get her money out. She's worried that, you know, she has no money. She has no assets to leave him. And then they talk about should polygamy, should, you know, polygamy women be able to protect themselves and multiple women get married to one guy. Never going to happen. Never going to happen in the U.S. Sorry. Like, no. There's, there could be so many tax benefits to that for, like, multiple family members. They're never going to allow it. Um, And so, you know, Christine goes, well, you know what she's hinting at. That's, that's why she can't leave. She hasn't figured out her financial situation yet. So we know that Janelle ends up leaving Cody. So it will be interesting to see if if and when we get a resolution of how the sale of Coyote Pass is. Now, they always are crying poverty, like they can't pay off Coyote Pass. Ain't nobody paid Coyote Pass off. Ain't nobody paid the tax bill on Coyote Pass. I think they got plenty of coins. I'm just saying. I don't know what the strategy is and tactic is. I would love to know the truth. Um, so what are fans saying overall? A lot of people are saying, stop putting Aurora and Brianna on the confessionals. They look sad. They look unhappy and uncomfortable. Why are you doing this to them? What's the reason behind Cody and Robin wanting them to be in the confessionals? I think it's to defend their parents. That's why. Like, I think also it levels out the show. There aren't a lot of fans of Cody and Robin, and I think they need people to represent. 
Um, people are like dying for that scene where next week Mary is going to officially leave Cody and Robin is like, you know, I wanted to sit on a porch with my sister wives. I can't wait. Um, oh, the other thing that people did bring up, and I also was annoyed. People are annoyed about Janelle with this is Janelle, you know, there's, there's kind of a debate last night too about did Janelle pursue Cody for polygamy marriage or did Cody pursue Janelle? And Cody is flip-flop with this story. You know, earlier this season, he said that Janelle had pursued him. Last night, he said he flirted and pursued Janelle. And Janelle makes reference that she knew about Cody through Mary. But she doesn't go into detail, which people are annoyed about because we know that Janelle was married to Adam, Mary's brother. Now, Adam just recently passed away from cancer. No mention of it. Janelle didn't mention him on social media, didn't mention him on the show. And a lot of people are like, well, give us context. Like, did you flirt with Cody while you were with Adam? Were you separated? Why aren't you talking about him? But then I did have a fan message me and say, you know, probably the reason that maybe one of the reasons that Janelle doesn't bring up Adam is because maybe Adam and his family asked not to be mentioned on the show. It would be nice to know that. I will say that drives me crazy about this show. We get a lot of like filler scenes and flashback scenes. Why don't we answer some of these questions? So for I appreciate Tony for that. People are saying Janelle needs to write a tell-all book. That's how she'd make all her money. She could afford any house she wanted if she did. Oh, wouldn't that be so good? Wouldn't that be so good? Write that tell-all. But a lot of people are saying she won't do it because she doesn't want to um, upset her kids. Oh, Janelle, please. Please. Write a tell-all, girl. Um, and lastly, do people, are you guys noticing the thumbnail of Sister Wives? Is it getting darker like it did in the Harry Potter films? Okay. This season for season 18, I'm talking about the thumbnail. It's the image that appears when you go to Max um, or when you go to TLC on your Hulu and you try to look, view the show. And it's, you know, it's the family shattered. And it's like, it's interesting, right? The shatter is very tiny between Janelle and Christine. Cody and Robin are in their own little shattered box, right? Because they're united. Mary, it's like Mary got, a, Mary got 100 shatters through her. I don't know what in the hell we're trying to say there. But is it, are the shatters getting deeper or is it getting darker? Is it changing or is it just me? Love to know your thoughts. All right, you guys. Um, TLC Talk drops on Wednesday. Be sure to listen to my interview with Christy Carlson Romano, the child actor, Disney star. And now she has a podcast network, Podco, with her vulnerable podcast and more today as well on TSFS. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody.